<laughs> There's a bit of relief. I'm um I'm I'm a pretty I'm pretty much a football guy um, since I've been little. Um, so like I, I enjoy playing. I enjoy being around the team. Um, getting here early. Um, I'm kind of like Jones in a sense. Like I, I'm kind of in early. Um, so I'm somebody that doesn't mind the grind of playing football, especially um, feeling like um, it's a blessing, especially to be out here to be able to be around um, brothers and be around people who enjoy playing. The, who enjoy playing and helping us be able to do what we do. So I, I definitely, um, I think my body is more, um, I guess, excited than my yeah. mental. I'm more so ready to get to the game, though. So, yeah, I am definitely excited that it's definitely wrapped up, though, I would say. So Taylor was saying uh, Ed Ganey broke it down today, and he spoke about the culture change. And what have you noticed about the culture change here three weeks into camp, which is now over and done with? I would say a lot of the guys, um, not only just doing team bonding things, I just felt like, and I was a guy that came during half of the season last year, it didn't it didn't seem like as we were um, not just a team, but it, it seemed like that as the season was kind of over. And I hate to say it, um, but, I mean, uh, it did seem like some guys were just waiting for a check. And I think that that's not the case anymore. I think that guys, you know, obviously we play the game for – I mean, fans and we make money, but I think that the intensity in the room now, we all want to win a great cup, and I think that that's the most important thing in winning, and we have more of a team-oriented team this year, and I feel like that's that's definitely a culture change. Dylan, how strange this must have been for you. You mentioned getting here halfway through last season. Did you have any idea you'd be coming into this year as the most productive active receiver still on the roster from the year ago? Definitely not. I feel like um, that was something that um, – it took me by surprise, honestly, once everything kind of uh, unfolded and we you started getting new guys in. And um, I think I was in an interview before, and I did. I kind of um, I got shifted into being um, more so of a leader because I returned then, you know, vocally. And I feel like uh, vocally I haven't always been, you know, as more of a leader as I would like. But I feel like this year I've definitely stepped it up to where I wanted to, I guess, um, Basically, um, like Ed said, change the culture because it hasn't been my way of doing things. That it's speaking and being more uh, vocal about things. But knowing that um, because I, I have been in the game and I have played, um, guys definitely are um, not only excited, but, you know, they want to hear what I have to say. So When you talk about being a leader, is that to you a need or a want? Um, it's a need for me to uh, – yeah, it's a need for me to be a leader. I feel like now uh, it, it's something that – you know, I want to win so bad, and I feel like, you know, you know, not only every rep or route, I feel like that I'm open or it is getting a block to, you know, spring um, Kevin or Shannon for a big run or, you know, just um, even a, a screen for any of the other receivers uh, to get us all open. I feel like that um, it's just uh, – it's definitely uh, – a new change that I feel like that I need to be, and I'm taking more of a, um, I guess, like a Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan right. aspect. Right. So I feel like yeah, that's definitely been my mindset going in. It comes with expectations too. Yeah, no, I, I definitely hold high expectations for myself. Um, I know John, Coach Jones does as well, and I, I think that's why I set the the mark of the 2,000 yards. I feel like um, I'm always somebody who wants to reach for for higher, and if I if I follow the Lord, then I everything is always going to always be all right. Especially I feel like with my work ethic, and I feel like trying to reach that goal, it'll only do uh, everything but to help Gino and everybody else, you know, yeah. to get open. I think we know this offense is good, has the potential to be very good. And when I asked this question, I realized the camp has just ended. You haven't played a regular season game yet. But I sense there's a little bit of urgency and frustration that, man, 
we got to get better as an offense, especially we got to score TDs and not settle for field goals. Yeah, I definitely have been one to. Um, I've definitely um, had to learn over time, more so to you know I, I'm very uh, passionate. I'm a very passionate player, and I feel like a lot of the times. Um, that not only that I can help out or I can be um, a decoy to help things, I felt like that it's um, it's big on myself to contain um, a right body language when we, you know, we struggle like that sometimes. And I feel like, you know, whenever or if it's myself, I think that we do, we, we need to finish a lot better. That's just something personally I feel. And I think that it's something that, you know, we have been in Cal for a while and we're still adjusting. But I do think before, you know, we get to that first game, that our finishing definitely needs to be there for us to, um, you know, even be considered to be great club champions. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.